When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Illumineers Quest podcast, where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm Zach. And I'm Jacob. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Okay, today's episode, we have been waiting, I don't know, probably 10 days to talk about? <laughs> it's been, I mean, the the hype around what has been going on in Lorcana community has been insane. Yes, um, it has. Hype has yes, been real. Has. I was in the living room when this news came out, and I screamed. My dad was wondering what was wrong. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're going to talk 2024 essentially. Like, there's a lot of news around like the overarching like community stuff that's going on, more specifically organized play. Um, and I have to get better at saying organized play because every time I see OP abbreviated online, I think overpowered mm-hmm. because that's my gamer brain is that those are overpowered cards or that's an overpowered strat <laughs> or whatever. And so I need to get into the habit of saying organized play. That's so that an I OP mean, play mat right there. That is, that is. <laughs> um, so we'll get into some organized play uh, news. We're going to get into a lot of chapter three stuff that's come out. Um, so our first kind of hurrah into a lot of the big news because there's been a lot released, and most of it is really, really cool. Like, re- like really cool. There's some stuff that I am personally hyped up about. Yeah. I mean, there's some really, really cool stuff for sure. So, got our first Legendary card. Got a very new card, first of its kind. Emphasis on Legendary, by the way, because it is a Legendary character it, and card. It sure seems like it'll be a very good one. It doesn't. It seems like it will be better than Gantu. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Yes, and I'm excited. Um, there's a new card that's the first of its kind. We'll get into that. There's more locations. There's a new item that's very cool. Um, also first of its kind, the item, I would say. Yeah, there's some synergies behind some of the characters listed from like a IP perspective, which is really cool, which we knew were coming. So with all that said, we'll get into it. It's going to be a fun episode to talk about because... Um, lastly, there's one card that is very much going to change the game. Like it will be a game changer. So with that being said, let's get into it as always. Thank you for following and and sticking with us and and supporting. Um, the biggest thing that's changed recently, I've mentioned a few times is we have a TCG player affiliate link. If you're buying singles from TCG player, if you could use our link in the description of the episode you're listening to, wherever you're listening to it. Um, it very much helps support the podcast and upgrade our setup and make sure that we can continue to do this. So we very much appreciate it. And for everyone that has been using it, thank you so there much. There has been a ton, a ton, a ton of that. And so, yes, we really, 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 truly do appreciate it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you can find us on our YouTube channel at Illumineers Quest, our podcast on all major podcast networks at Illumineers Quest. You can follow us slash interact with us on X slash Twitter at Lorconapod. And if you want to email us, any questions, you can do so at lorconapod at gmail.com. So with that said, um, let's get into it. I, we don't have any like fan stuff to talk about currently. We kind of covered all that on the last episode and got caught up on all of the backlog of community interactions we had. So I feel good about that. Not a, not a sad thing to not have that this time, that's for sure. 
But I also think it's a good thing because we've got plenty to, to go through. <laughs> and when I mean plenty, I mean plenty. So with that said, we're getting into the card of the week, which is also probably the biggest topic of said episode. Um, there have been, I think, like 25-ish cards total that have been released from, uh, from set three into the Inklands. But there's one of them that stands above the rest, bar none. That, I mean, once I saw it, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, I don't, I don't want you to, to, to try to back yourself into the good corner on this one. Do you want me to pull up our text messages where you said, don't get ahead of yourself? So, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. My I'm calling initial, you out. My I'm initial out. reaction to any good out. card on paper that's revealed is, hold on, there could be a card that, that literally says... Hey, Ursula's ability doesn't work. Like, and spoiler alert. That's Ursula. fair. Um, to be fair, here's our here's our text conversation when this was released. Um, I showed Jake the card, and he said, "I love that Ursula. That's a huge piece for Emerald. Props to you for there." But my response to that was, "Ursula's insane. Puts green on the map, which again, I think it very mm -hmm. much does." And you said, "Let's not get ahead of ourselves." <laughs> In the past, there have been cards that have been overhyped, like Bell, like Relentless Beast, Emerald cards, that we thought were going to change the game, and they did not. I 100% agree with that. I think the difference here is that you can already 100% see why Ursula is so important and what her impact will be. And so, without any further ado, we're talking about Ursula Deceiver, the Emerald two-cost card. She's one strength, three willpower, quests for one. However, her ability is maybe the best ability on any card out there right now. Um, her ability says you'll never even miss it. When you play this character, chosen opponent reveals their hand. So that's ability one. You get to see their hand and what's in it. So it's all... Two-cost two inkable. Yeah. Two cost inkable. And so it's basically what's the do you know off the top of your head, do you know that sapphire card that let, that makes the opponent reveal? I'm I'm scrolling to it. I'll get to uh, it real quick. Nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. So it's basically nothing to hide when you play the card, so you get nothing to hide for free. But even more importantly, your chosen opponent reveals their hand and discards a song of your choice. Of your choice. So it's I get to see your hand. I play that against you, Jake. And you, as a Be Prepared player, have to discard Be Prepared. I, two cost? Two cost. Two cost is They're second. giving aggro tools. That's what they're doing. They're giving up until this point. So again, a little if, if you haven't been up to speed, there's a Discord server now. Discord is basically the modern like com online community platform. Lorcana has an official one where all of the stuff is and in that they have a dev diaries where all the developers like can post notes and thoughts and comments on what's going on. All three of these sets have been made together, sets one, two, and three. And they said that they knew control would be the best deck going in just based on the tools that they were releasing. This is very much a tool to counter all that control and give aggro better and not only that better tools. Not only that. Put like you said in our text messages, puts Emerald on the map, and that's huge. Um, I'm a huge Emerald fanboy. I've said that time and time again. 
there just has never really been a solid emerald deck aside from just straight aggro especially in chapter two and straight aggro just isn't really that fun to play like it's just play a card quest him play a card quest him play a card quest him like that that's what aggro is up until this point this changes that a little bit i could be a lot of it I don't even un- like it. It is, and plus this card is just gonna get. Like this card gets a huge boost from this as well because you're seeing your hand, their hand, so it's like, oh, I need to go discard hard now because all their best pieces are in their hand right now. Or maybe, or maybe they only, maybe they had a terrible draw, and they've got two inkable cards, and you just say discard your inkable card. Let's go aggro, like, and then yeah, and then there's nothing they can do about it. So there's 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 so many options of seeing their hand. Emmer, you can do this turn two. It's on play turn two, like. Yep, and then with, like bibbity bobbity boo, and bounce, <laughs> like you can bring that back to your hand and play it again, and and then make them discard something else. The bounce on this is gonna be insane, like. And then you're discarding with Prince John, like. I, I I think that this is going to really open up the the gates for Emerald to be good. I think we've said this time and time again. Emerald has been good, but everything is uninkable. Every decent card in Emerald is uninkable. Cusco, Bounce, um, Mother Knows Best, uh, Genie on the Job, like all uninkable. Prince John, ink uninkable. Like it, it's just impossible to build a really really strong emerald deck with all the uninkable stuff. This changes that because it's inkable and it starts to get into a new realm which in, can I just say real quick? I I don't even think this is the best Ursula card we're getting in emerald this set. I think that this is a shift target for a legendary floodborne. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that as well. Um I didn't mute my phone. That was my phone calling. I need to do that real quick. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about that as well. I think that very well could be the case. And with all of the lore that we're going to at some point do a lore episode and talk about all the lore behind it, everybody is convinced now that Ursula is the big bad of like the not of like the 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 background of like what's causing all the issues. Ooh. So. I mean, we have to do a big lore video because there, there's some exciting stuff. But really, Ursula being the main villain—that's whatever—that's what everybody thinks, and I'm starting to tend to agree with it because it's called the Floodlands or the Inklands. or Flood Floodborn. Flood, like it's called Floodborn, and so everybody's saying that she's flooding the Floodborn, and that well, didn't and that, Martin mess that up? I don't remember. We can get into that a lot deeper at some point. But yes, I mean, I know there's more to do with that, but like it's called Floodborn because she's involved and then like you have the next big bad guy and they're like landborns or something i mean again this is all speculation but oh, my, wow. my point is is that i think you're right i think ursula is is not the like that's not the end of the 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 road for ursula i think yes. there's going to be another big ursula card um so we'll stick to emerald before we start bouncing around a little bit and in the ursula realm a little bit as well yeah, so Floatsum and Jetsum are getting there. We had Ursula and Amethyst with Floatsum and Jetsum. Now we have Emerald with Ursula and Floatsum and Jetsum. And they are very similar to what you see from the, the Amethyst side where they give each other um, basically abilities. And so Jetsum is a 2-2 two, two strength willpower card, costs 3. Um, he has Ward. And his ability gives Floatsome Ward. He quests for two. Floatsome 
um, is a three cost as well. He's a five two, five strength, two willpower. Five at three is incredible. Yeah, that, I mean that like that very much again puts Emerald. I don't want to say this puts it on the map because it's not like broken insane, but five strength is can deal can help you deal with so many things it, mm-hmm. it knocks out rapunzel in one hit like how many t- there are, I, I can't tell you how many times where i'm like i need one more willpower or one more strength to do whatever to mm-hmm. take out whoever it is like five you're not gonna have that issue yeah like five takes out giant tink it takes out uh like rapunzel it takes out maui it takes out maleficent i mean like five takes out basically everything you need mm-hmm. rockstar stitch yeah like a lot, a lot, a lot of cards. So, and again, I think these cards get even better because I think these are henchmen. Too, yeah, and right? then, Ursula. and then, um, his ability is chosen. Your characters named Jetsam get plus three strength, so that turns Jetsam into a ward character with five two as well. With and then, and then uh, Floatsam only quests for one, but um, yeah. So I think that you again both Inkable as well. Like we're getting Inkable cards that seem pretty good in Emerald, so I think that's fun. Um, yeah, I, I think Emerald's going to continue to get tools, and we talked about this one on the last episode, which if you're an avid listener, you're going to pick up on very quick that we are recording this one directly after the previous episode. <laughs> but this news just came out. Literally, this tweet was 30 minutes ago at this point and revealed Fang, River City, which we talked about on the last one, but we can dive in a little bit deeper again here. Um, Fang, River City is a four-cost location, it's emerald as well, which is why I want to talk about it now. Um, it costs it. Its cost to move characters to this location is two. It has six strength. It has two lore. So again, remember six, six willpower. Not it locations don't have strength. Did I say strength? Six willpower. Thank making you sure. for yeah. Making you're sure. always you're always keeping my mind, making sure I'm not saying something stupid. And then it has two lore, which again, as a reminder, locations get their lore added to your total on the set phase of ready, set, draw. So on the start of your turn, ready, set, draw, how many ever locations you have, you get that lore added to your lore count at the beginning of that turn. So um, it's that alone is huge, but then its ability gives all of the characters and that location ward and evasive. So like, yeah. I don't even understand. Yeah. Like that's bonkers. Yeah, so it is four cost, which seems huge. Um, but the ability, the strength, the lore, all of that leads me to think that this is going to be a good card. And I talked about this first because of the, the Emerald stuff we were doing, but this gets even better when we discuss Jim Hawkins, Space Traveler, our first legendary card. The legendary Jim Hawkins. Jim Hawkins himself. Oh man. So I'm not, again, I'm... I was very much in the realm of I want a Raya card. I want Raya to be OP. I want Raya not organized play. I want Raya to be overpowered. Um, in in that realm of like, if we name a set or a property that's going to be important to this set, I want that to be good. We're getting that with Jim Hawkins. Of course we are, because Treasure Planet is the best. So Jim Hawkins is in Ruby. He's a five cost inkable with four strength, four willpower. Quests for two with two abilities. Whenever when you play this character, you may play a location with four cost or less for free. So Fang River City just gets played for free because we just played Jim Hawkins. So two lore next turn. And then he gets to move to Fang River City for free 
because of his next ability, which is whenever you play a location, this character will move there for free. So Jim Hawkins plus River, Fame River City basically equals Ward plus Evasive plus four lore. Ravensburger, thank you so much. You have <laughs> given this little Treasure Planet fanboy so much love. This so, is absolutely incredible. I really, I really, really think Jim's going to be fantastic too because... I think he. I think alone he's going to be good, but I think when paired correctly with good locations, it's going to be bonkers. Like that right there. Like, Jim. You know, normally you have a, a pretty decent card like this. You have the, you know, the threat of him being taken off pretty quickly. We'll just go give him more evasive, and he's not going to get taken off unless you have be prepared or Lady Tremaine, and that's the only card on the board. He also just has a great stat line, like four four. I mean, I mean, it's not a fantastic for a five cost, but it's it's enough to not get taken out. Well, I by... think considered considering what else he has. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's great. I, I think it's not over. I think if he had a five five or five six or something, it would be just busted. Yeah. So Jim Hawkins is another one we wanted to touch on. One because he's the first legendary we've seen. Two because when paired with fantastic locations like Fang River City, he seems like he's going to be insanely good. And maybe a little broken, but we... I mean, you're for it, I know, because you're the big Treasure Planet fan. I, come on, you gotta all level Treasure Planet a little bit. No, I'm, I'm not saying I don't, come I'm on. just saying I can't match your Treasure Planet fandom. Also, best art in the game, so far, in my opinion. Um, you, well, we'll get to the art. You can't beat the puppies. You I'm, can't beat the I'm puppies. sorry, I'm sorry, but that is the best art in the game so far, in my opinion. Well, that's... And, and again, when it comes to the art, that's very much a... Um, a, a feasible, you know, opinion to have. Opinion so, based. Um, with that said, I th- I kind of little tease the puppies. I think that's the next biggest thing that we need to talk about because this is the card that I'm like teased at the beginning that said it's the first of its kind, and it's the first of its kind for two reasons. Do you know those two reasons without me telling you? I do know the okay. two reasons. So we've got a couple puppy cards in amber. We have. Pong, a new Pongo card, the Determined Father. But the best card we've got from um, Amber, the puppy cards, is Dalmatian Puppy Tailwagger. Um, he is a two cost, two strength, three willpower quests for one. However, his ability is not the most broken slash, like, you know, named mechanic in the game, <laughs> but it's by far the most fun. There's no doubt about that. And so his ability is. You may have up to 99 copies of Dalmatian Puppy Tailwagger in your deck. In other words, you, they need another... Um, you can have a, a Pongo card and a Perdita card and 99 puppies. So you have 101 Dalmatians in your deck. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really, and really fun. I'm, I'm just so glad they did it. It's really cool. Because it's not meta-breaking. Like, it's no. not going to do anything. But it's just such a fun shout-out. Again, like, this is the Disney fandom at hand. Like, this makes di- the Disney game. Like, it's such a cool callback to the movie. And and you might be asking yourself, like, I'm, I have to pull 99 of this exact card? Well, that's where you would be wrong. Because there's another unique mechanic here. There's... It is common. So, to that point, you could get 99 semi-easy, I would imagine. But... The coolest, I think, is that there are five unique arts. Variants. Like, uh, it's... Yeah, it's essentially variants of this card. It, it's the same card. They're all named Dalmatian Puppy Tailwagger, 
and they're all the same numbered card in the set, but they have five different arts. And they're considered, I think it's Tellwagger like A, B, C, D. That's what they've been saying online, just in the in the order that they kind of released and it, them initially. It, it says it it says it in the numbering down below as well, so... Oh, it does. You're right. I, okay, I didn't I didn't realize that part. So yeah, that's cool. So in the numbering, it does say like four A, uh, as part of the numbering mm-hmm. system. So yeah, I, I love the Dalmatian stuff. I love how again the thematic, like integration that it has with the the movie. I think it's awesome. And then I have to throw in one more card to this because it very much goes into the same vein. This is Sorcerer's Hat, um, and it's an amethyst item card. And it is a two-cost inkable, and its ability is exert for one ink, name a card, then reveal the top card of your deck. If that is the card you named, then you get to put that card into your hand, otherwise put it on top of your deck. So if you're, you know, for fun purposes, like for the, just like if we're just having fun playing, you play your Dalmatian deck, you have Sorting Hat, you know the next card you're, you're pulling is going to be uh, Dalmatian Puppy Tailwagger, because that's the only card in your deck. And is that, like, if you're playing Amethyst Amber, is that the only Amethyst card in yeah. your deck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to have four like, copies, so you can try to get to it. And so there's, like, a, what is that, you know, a three in 60 chance that you're, the top of your deck is, or, it's, I mean, if you have 99, then I guess technically you could, like, really lower those odds of pulling it. Um, three and 99, um, you know, chance of getting it. But... On the more like actual meta side, does this bring Ursula's Cauldron back into play? Where you you know exert for free, reveal the top card of your deck, put it back on the top card of your deck, exert Sorcerer's Hat for one ink. You can name that card because you just looked at it, so you know mm-hmm. what it is. So I was thinking the same thing, um, but I, I don't think so personally. I just think that like it's just a weird way to card draw. Yeah, I, I think that I think it could work. If you like really, really needed it to some for some reason, but I think there are just so many other good card draw alternatives that you'd have to play Ursula's Cauldron, which has some value. We saw that a lot in Chapter One, um, but then you also have to play Sorcerer's Hat, and then you have to pay for Sorcerer's Hat. So I think I think there's a little bit of like tempo loss that you have with it, but it but it could it could be useful. Now I would like I would like to say this: the most exciting part about that card to me, though, is that it's our first Fantasia card. Magic Broom? That's true. But we even have Sorcerer Mickey in the background yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's very, it's very much more like... Come on. Yeah. Give me that a little bit. No, I mean, I love the hat. I mean, that's one of the most iconic like images of Are we going to get Yensid? We'll find out. Do you know who Yensid is? No, I can't remember off the top of my head. He's the wizard that he, he is the apprentice to. Okay, yeah, that's right. Disney spelled backwards, yeah. Yensid. Oh, that, gosh, how did I forget that? You're right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I mean... I think I think it's a fun card. I think especially with the Dalmatian puppies, it makes it really cool. Uh, I don't know if it'll be crazy by its you know in, in a meta meta mm-hmm. focused game, but um, there's only like really two more that I want to call out before we get into like the um, like the organized play news and the rest of the the stuff. But we have our first Floodborne Moana. I don't think you can like you know. Just Push that to the side. Very necessary to talk about Floodborns and especially being Moana. Um, she's a five cost and ruby. Four strength, four willpower, quests for two. Shifter for three. So normal two decrease. Um, however, her uh, main ability is whenever this character quests while at a location, ready all other characters here. 
they can't quest for the rest of this turn. So very, again, thematic around the Moana we already have and, and uh, Amber that readies all princess characters. So I, I would just like to, to put this down here real quick. Go for it. So if I would, I would say with what we have right now, I'm, I'm thinking of like a, a location deck that's Ruby Emerald, right? Could be. So let's say, say you've got cards at, at Fang and they have a face of an ward. If you ready them, and don't challenge with them. Like, just keep them readied. The only thing that takes them out is, like, be prepared. That's pretty much it. Not with Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, yes, but, like... Uh, I mean, grab your sword. You'd have to grab twice to kill Jim and Moana. But that is ridiculous. Like, yeah, you I, could protect so many things with that. I'd, I'd like to know if, you know, again, we don't know the full set yet, and so I don't know if this is more of an aggro strat or more of a, a control strat, but that seems to be a very good controly late game strat where you just put everything in like Fang and just like let it sit there and then use Ursula every other turn or as often as you can to just, you know, keep getting rid of your opponent's be prepared. I mean, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo-her, yeah, basically. yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, if you're if you're doing it in, if you're using somebody in Fang City or Fang River City to sing Bibby Bobby Boo, sing them for free. Nobody cares. They're evasive and ward. They you can't be challenged. You sing them, then write them back up with Moana. Or you could do that. Like, yeah, that. I think we found. There's a lot a of potential. Deck. Again, there's so, there's so many options out there, and we did this last time, and so we're, I'm definitely going to change and not say something's busted. Good or terrible until we see the full set. Ursula like is busted time. though. But Ursula, Ursula is definitely <laughs> like one of the uh, one of the exceptions to that because we already we already can very clearly see how that's going to change the game. Um, yeah, so wanted to talk about Moana, and I guess well, there's what there's I said two more, but I guess there's technically three more. I have to talk about Scrooge. The art on Scrooge is crazy good. Um, Scrooge McDuck, richest duck in the world. Uh, five cost, uninkable, and Sapphire. He's very much in the item meta with Sapphire as well. Um, on this turn, on, on your turn, this character gains evasive, so he can kind of deal with some of that shenanigans mm -hmm. we just talked about. Um, but his main ability is don't get rich by being stupid. During your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in a challenge, you may play an item for free. So I don't think he's going to be crazy. I don't think it's like busted. He is a super rare, which is kind of why I want to talk about it. The other reason being I love the art of it. Mm -hmm. um, the other reason being Scrooge McDuck, shout out Spencer. Um, I showed him the next set of cards we're going to talk about after Scrooge. Uh, and he is happy that they're there and sad that he's going to have to buy a bunch of cards to get them all. And all of these cards I'm about to mention are from the, the art styles, the new DuckTales series. It which is the is, new DuckTales. Which is a choice that I am a fan of personally. They're Storyborn. Because I love, cause I love the, the new show. Storyborn cards. Getting into, again, why I talked about Scrooge, the other three main cards I wanted to talk about, which are all related together, are... Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So we, we've got the, the Duck characters. I, again, um, told our friend Spencer, who was on the, the show with us once, who... Said the ducks are his favorite characters, and these Huey, Dewey, and Louie cards um, are all very, very fun cards. I don't think they'll be the most meta of all time. I don't think they'll be crazy, um, but it's they're again the thematic. They're all in Sapphire, so Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, and Louie all in Sapphire. So again, you're pulling that thematic together. If you want to build a Ducktales deck, it seems very doable at this point. 
you want to get in, into them? Yeah, sure. Okay. So <laughs> that, I guess I guess that's worth it. So Huey is a two cost, two strength, two willpower inkable card. Dewey is a three cost, two strength, three willpower card. Louie is a four cost, three strength, four willpower card, all inkable. I don't think I said that. They all have support, so they all gain, you know, give their um, their strength to others for challenges after they quest. And then two of them have two more. Dewey and Louie both quest for two, so the three and four cost quest for two, so they have a little mm-hmm. bit more there. But Huey's the best card mm-hmm. because his secondary ability is whenever you have characters in play named Dewey and Louie, you get to draw three cards when he quests. Not when you play him. When he quests. When he quests. So, again, anytime you can draw or have the potential to draw, I think a card has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. However, since you have to have all three cards in play, it's like if you play Huey turn two, does he just sit there for two turns not doing on anything. turn three and four as you play Dewey and Louie? And then so you're actually not doing anything until turn four, which in sapphire might not be terribly long because you can play you know like grandmatala and one jump ahead and fishbone quill that help you get there faster now late game you could play all these three all three of these cards in one turn but yeah and and that definitely helps again i i just think there's i think there's a little too much you know and we've talked about this too anytime there's like a big you know, stipulation that you have to have mm-hmm. for something to work that makes it a lot less valuable. And I think this is a really big mountain to climb to get to that ability activation. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, but I will give them props for doing this because it brings the IP um, synergies back, you know, into, into play. Which, which is what we've said we wanted from the beginning. So And we love it. Like, let's get some launch pad in here. Now. Yeah, launch pad McQuag. Um, I, so there's, there's, there's definitely other cards. We've talked about the three initial that were released, Piglet, Mini, and Peter Pan. Um, we have a couple kind of vanilla E cards, uh, a couple actions, a new Stitch card that has Rush. That's a 3-1, which definitely... At, at two cost. Uh, at two cost, which is very much a location pounder, if mm-hmm. you will, you know, yep. to go in and yep. kind of bust up some locations because one strength or one willpower is just going to die to anything else. I think it could be good. Um, I love Mama Odie coming in. Uh, we have a Wendy card as well. Eeyore. Um, Floatsman Jetson we talked about. So yeah, we covered pretty much everything, uh, but really you know, wanted to focus on what we think are going to be the big ones here um, since there is so much to talk about. So with that said, let's switch over to the um, organized play, which is sad to move to right after talking about Huey, Dewey, and Louie and the thematic stuff because it's like I want to sit there and I want to play Huey, Dewey, and Louie and I want to have just like that fun like, interactions you get. Zach, it's time to put your game face on, dude. But you could not be more right. It is time to put my game face on because the organized play announcements for 2024-2025 have been not fully revealed, but like the plans and like the ultimate goals have been revealed. So... There's a world championship in 2025, so we're going to kind of like work our way down. So, big headline, world championship 2025. Would you be interested in doing that? I want to go to it, for sure. Would you be interested in competing in it? I mean, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. same. Yeah, I I want to. I, I want to think that I could do that. 
Um, so to get to Worlds 2025, they have like more standard tournaments like you know in any of these other TCGs where you have like regional events that you can win slash place really well at to qualify for Worlds. So then you have your regional tournaments one step right down from that, and then you have your store tournaments, which on the surface seem the least exciting because it's not Worlds, it's not a regional tournament, but I think it's probably the most exciting. This is this is what I've I've wanted. So they have store tournaments for every set going forward. It sounds every like. single chapter. Yeah. So and with those with those store tournaments come prizes. And and I and to, to preface before you before you go, sorry, I know you're ready to go, but I would imagine regionals and definitely worlds have prizes as well. We just haven't gotten. Yeah, yet. they haven't released anything, but we have seen the prizes for Into the Inklands for the store tournaments. And boy, is it good. And these are not foils of cards we already have. This is not a cardboard lore counter. This is, which, yes, thank God, it's not that. I Oh my gosh. It is an enchanted Rockstar Stitch from Chapter 1. And not just a card, a playmat as well. So, enchanted Rockstar Stitch. So, it is, and it has the enchanted like emblem like symbol on the card as well as the promo card symbol. so it's an enchanted promo rockstar stitch absolutely gorgeous art with a matching playmat i mean if you asked me i i would have said that we should have gotten a rockstar enchanted instead of a surfer stitch enchanted in the first chapter that's was always my feeling um could have seen that but, but now we know why this this is incredible like I know we've said that like Elsa will probably be the most expensive enchanted going forward of all time. Well, this changes. I mean, this is this I, is the, the the common release, yes, but this definitely changes it because the, the the rarity of this card is just going to be off the charts. And so, get into the specifics a little bit here. But. So it's a it's a Rockstar Stitch. It's I mean the card itself. If you if you're interested in it, we've posted about it on our X account. Um, it's it's all over Everything. you know the social media <laughs> and Discord, which we've talked about. Um, so if you want to look at the art, you can do that. It's fantastic art. Um, the stats and everything are the same, but basically the, the big like reveal of this is, is the top four of each store tournament get the promo card. The top two get the promo playmat. And it says champion on the promo playmat. So the... We're obviously so the and I said this last time on our last episode too, but the the best like response to this online that I've seen is the like famous scene from Mulan where they're carrying the buckets of water, you know, they're like running up a mountain and it's you know, strength of a raging fire, which we have a card for. Which I love that song, I love that imagery, and it's me and my boys getting ready for the organized play store championships, which is very much how I'm like I'm locked in like i i I told zach immediately texted him like he's at disney world at this point i'm like bro we're time to go like i'm locked in so with that said it's top four so the the I, i don't know how it works specifically again there's not all the details yet but the main detail that we have here is that the store tournament top four get the card top two get the play mat but for us like the store that we normally play at or that we do play at in our local um league has a sister store in a like a town 30 minutes away and so are they going to combine the two like there's one store championship with both of like the sister stores or is it our store 
and the sister store separate because if it's our store and the sister store separate, I can very much see a world where we get top four um, and maybe even top two. Like we definitely have to hit some really good draws and some luck to get there and maybe like, I don't know, have some people sick, but, <laughs> but there is a world where we definitely get the cards and a potential for it. If they combine the two stores, it, we're obviously going to have to, you know, beef up our game a little bit. But, yeah, it, it's, I'm, I'm so ready. Like, I'm the, so ready. this has gotten me in the zone. Like, I know we've said, like, oh, you know, Lorcana, you know, like, it, it is a completely just fun game. Not so That's out the window. You can still do that, but it's it's game time. It is go time. It is get ready and it's because that's the that's the collector side of us like we can't we've talked about that too like we've came from the collecting side we collected cards first that card is fantastic i want to collect it i want it in my collection and so the competitive side of me which i've talked about a little bit as well is very much like rearing and ready to go but the collector side is also there and so those two come together and it's like game on well especially if i like get top two and i'm able to show off every time i play my play mat that yeah. says champion on it. Yeah. And it's an enchanted Rockstar Stitch art. Yeah. Yep. I need it, Zach. I, I do as well. I need it. I do as well. I can... This is... It's unbelievable news. Like, really is. Like, I was really excited to see all this. Um, And like you said, who knows Like what we get for worlds and stuff. There could be even crazier surprises and prizes. I would imagine there are because, you know, if you think of... And I, don't, I think Illustrator Pikachu, was that a world's prize card from pokemon back in the, in the day. 90s yeah. i'm pretty sure it was yeah so i mean they're like those are the cards that are like bonkers expensive and i'm not even thinking price to be completely honest like i'm not even thinking like i'm just thinking of like just a goal to set for yourself basically to get to get to yeah i mean and, and then yeah i mean I, I i would love to at some point i i don't I'm, I'm i'm trying to be realistic with myself i know i'm probably not good enough yet to to I don't know, maybe I can do decent at regionals. I don't think I would place good enough to like to qualify for worlds. Yeah. But I, I would like to think that I have the opportunity to be there if I wanted to. And so, you know, we'll see like where our regional, you know, tournament is. Locations I mean, haven't been really announced yet. No, like we we live in an area where we're like two and a half to three hours away from like four or five major cities. Mm-hmm. And so I could see it you know, there being a conceivable location where we're relatively close to it and we have the opportunity to go to one. But yeah, we'll, we'll find out. I would imagine, you know, in the next probably, what, two months, I would say, they probably start to do it because like after Into the Inklands, you know, releases, they start the store championships and then after the store championships, I would imagine it's like getting into chapter four, you, you probably is where you start to see some of the regional stuff. Yeah, for sure. And who knows? I mean, let's let's be honest. Worlds could be where Ravensburger is based, which is a... I, what country is it specifically? Germany, isn't it? It is Germany? Okay. I think so, yeah. Um, I didn't want to botch that, but I think it is Germany. Um, it could be it could be there. Like it, it might not even be in the U.S. as far as we know. I would... I, I would I, Hopefully? I don't, I don't know like what their biggest... I don't know what their biggest... Um, like market is i don't know where their biggest you know like player base is i would think the u.s is probably one of them and so maybe we get lucky and it is in the u.s because of that um maybe they do it at disney like maybe they do it at disney world and they want to like have that synergies and so worlds is at disney but yeah we don't know yet um the other 
big news, however, is that on top of Into the Inklands release date, which we already knew, we got the release dates for the rest of the year as well. And what's crazy is this information probably went under the radar compared to everything else we've mentioned. Wait, and, and, and none of these are really that surprising. So set four is releasing May 17th at local game stores. Set 5 is releasing August 9th, so basically a year after the initial release. Mm -hmm. And then same thing for set 6 then, it's November 15th, which is basically a year after chapter 2. So we see the cadence that's coming. Four sets a year seems, and can I just say I think that is a great pace so far. I think 3 would be okay too. If they pushed it to 5, that would be way too much. So I think I'm fine with With 4. With 4, at one point we're going to be like... We're not getting enough. I need new content. So four, I think, is is perfect. Yeah, four. I, I don't have a problem with four one by per any quarter. Means. Yeah, basically. I don't. I don't have a problem with four by any means. So, yeah. So again, with with set four coming out May seventeenth, uh, set three again or into the Inklands for a quick reminder is February twenty third. I would imagine, you know, the local gaming store championships are like beginning of May. And so that probably turns into like regionals mid to end May. So that would be like into set four realm Mm -hmm. where those cards would probably be in there as well. And so it's hard to say what's going to work or what's going to be played because there's two sets between now and then and like what's, you know, regionals is is around. We We have so many more cards to come. I mean, exciting time to be a Lorcana fan. If you are into this like we are, you've been listening to the podcast... This is a good, a yeah. good past few weeks. And even if you're new, even like now's a, good, a great time to get into it. Because again, like I just said, like let's say you don't have all the past cards, like that's fine. Like we don't know what the meta is going to be when this stuff comes around. It it seems it could be location based, so it could be a set three thing. Yeah. Um, I would just say if you if you are interested, right now's a great time to jump in. I think. Yeah. Um, especially when you know set set one and set two are still available. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think it, I think that the rest of the year is, is very is turning out to be very exciting. I think that we have a lot of cool news. The promos with the Rockstar Stitch uh, playmat and card. I cannot go on and on enough about that. I'm sure everybody's already tired of me ranting about it because it's so cool. Come on, y'all. This is huge. This is insane. It, it is. It is crazy cool to see. And we know that that's just the first one. There will be one of those every set. It seems like. I mean, conceivably, they could do Rockstar Stitch for a couple of rounds, but I, I just don't think they do that. And so... I mean, we'll see, but honestly, like, if I got a few more shots to get Rockstar Stitch enchanted, I would not yeah, be upset. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be upset about that either. So, um, anything else? I think that I think that pretty much covers it. I mean, especially now that we're going to get an enchanted ray at some point down the line, it just adds all <laughs> that excitement. I mean, I guess that is kind of worth touching on. Like, I mean, we kind of talked about that already, but... The chapter one card that's getting an enchanted. So conceivably into the Inklands, you know, when that comes out and we go on to chapter four, like they could have they have three sets of cards to pull from there for the enchanted for that, you know, champion promo. And it would be one that most likely hasn't been used for an enchanted yeah. thus far. Um, and would think it would be a kind of like fan favorite esque. Mm-hmm. Like I know Rockstar Stitch is one of the more popular, you know, was a very heavily played card in chapter one. Was a very you know f- favorited card. Probably the best choice for this, to be honest. As I think it one. very, I think it very much fits the theme for sure. So yeah, I think that's cool too. But yeah, so tons and tons and tons of cool stuff coming. I mean, I'm hyped. I don't know if you can tell in my 
like my voice and stuff. I, I'm beyond hyped for this. We will be here to cover all of that stuff as it as it comes too, and um, you know, especially as the the regionals and stuff you know get closer. And if you're interested in going to one or you know trying to stay up to date on how all of that works, we'll definitely you know be covering all that as well. So on on X as well. Follow us on X. Yes, 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 yes. So as always, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be around. Appreciate all the support. We'll catch you next time. Championships, baby. See you guys. Bye.